Welcome to Radio Rehab. If you are just tuning in for the first time, we are a daily show. I have a guest co-host in with me for the entire week, and we discuss all things recovery. This week, my guest co-host is James S., who, as you will find out, has a lot to say. If you would like to contact us, the phone number is 415-496-9511. You can email Radio Rehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is at Radio Rehab Dana. You can also go to radio.rehab where you will find my blog. Today's show is the Get to Know the Guest co-host show because it's Monday. So let's get to know James. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm here in studio with our guest co-host for the week, James. James S. Hi, James S. H-I. <laughs> and then T. What's happening? Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I, I love that your nickname is Skataboy, which oh, is yeah. Greek for shit boy, because that's just funny. Any Greek addicts out there? There Besides me. There has to be. So, okay, talk about a little bit about what, what's your sobriety date, first of all. Uh, my new sobriety date, or if you're in narcotics and I'm my new clean date is 4205. Very happy to have it. Well, that's not very new. Well, it's new to me. Right. So you've done this before. Is what I you're relapsed saying. for one day. I relapsed the day before at a recovery convention. Are you kidding me? With no intention of getting loaded. Wait, so let's talk about that real quick. Tell right me what there, happened. There, everyone's saying, no, that's not true. It started before. Well, yeah. I mean, See? right. The relapse always starts. That's what the Greeks think. But that is what the Greeks think. And the addicts. And Terry Gorski. And the alcoholics. So what happened? So what happened? And the Captain Crunch abusers. That's for my fans. The Captain Crunch abusers. <clears throat> I'm an alcoholic. I'm an addict. I'm a Captain Crunch abuser. Are you really? Captain Crunch. If you go to it the tears su- the roof of your mouth up. So go I, to the I supermarket. Mean, there's only so it abusers you. You're like, not if partying you until you when your gums are bloody. Your you're partying. That's when you're partying. That's right. Your blood, yeah. Your gums. Your blums are gutty. After you've let Captain Crunch have its way with your mouth. And your gums are bloody. Right. You got those strings hanging from like the top of the roof of your mouth. Yeah. If you go down the cereal aisle today, take a look at the captain. When he's look he's looking down at the kids. He is so lit up. His eyebrows are off his face. That's how lit up he is on sugar. That's how he started. Really, if you gotta know. It was sugar. Oh really? Yeah. I have you so do you not eat sugar now? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get a six pack right after this. Six pack of ice cream sandwiches. Right after this. You're invited. Oh, so you do eat sugar? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Just checking. No, I, I because I tried to stop eating sugar, and my life turned to shit. I'm not kidding. Like, a few weeks ago, I'm like, I eat, yeah. I'm like, I eat too much sugar. Shit I'm going to stop eating sugar. And I did. And I became very unhappy I and lethargic. I started shooting heroin. And, uh, yeah. Why stop eating sugar if it makes you happy? No, yeah. I stopped. I stopped doing heroin, and I became sad. So I started again. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm I'm actually I'm happier now that I that I'm not on the heroin, <laughs> surprisingly. So is my buddy Nick, who's to my right, Nick Dorso from Jersey. I don't know that he wanted his last name said, but he's not in an anonymous program. Just you and I. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's in the he's in a tell everybody. Yes, he, he said tell him tell him yeah. I'm here. He's with the witness protection program. None of them are. Uh, oh my god. None of them are trying to stay now clean and sober. Have to go bolt the door to make sure nobody comes in here and wax him. Like, uh, they're coming. The things I do. 
So let's talk a little bit about you. So you brought Nick here today with you because you help new you help newcomers. You help people. That's what that's what Justin Justin P, who was also on the show, told me. I help myself. That's your deal. I don't know what happens to them. I know what happens to me when I place the needs of others ahead of the needs of myself. I stay clean and sober somehow. Clean and sober. I know that means $2 in the basket, but I'll say clean and sober. Oh, so I have actually never heard that. You're supposed to put extra money yeah. if you say... If you go to Narcotics Anonymous... alcoholic. Yeah, that's $2. <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to be $2 anyway. Well, it's funny... Because I don't, I used to have a big thing where I would not say I was an alcoholic. I used to have a big thing. Or I would too. have to say addict alcoholic, and recording? now I don't have that anymore. That's good. Now it's just whatever. I'm here, thank God, or whoever you think. It's whatever I'm in, whichever meeting I'm in. I'll say I'm an alcoholic. I don't have any need to, to let everybody know what I did. That's so funny. I have a friend. He's about 70 years old. He has a mattress shop. If you want a mattress, go ahead and plug his mattress shop. You should go see my friend. His name is Howard Atkins, and he he's his place is called Naturally Organic. It's in uh, it's in uh, Burlingame on Burlingame Avenue, lovely Burlingame Avenue, down the street from Pete's or Starbucks. I say that because we'll be drawn to those places. Yeah. And if you want a good night's <laughs> sleep, there's no off gassing. They're sustainable. And uh, anyway, Howard's a great guy, and uh, we've done some business together. And one day I was helping him unload something from his truck, and I, it slipped out of my hands, but he caught it. And I said, oh, you caught it. Thank God. Or whoever you think. And Howard, and I'd only known him about a month by this time, he turned to me and he said, well, I thank myself. I said, really? He said, Howard, be thy name. What? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a staunch atheist. Wow. So, and I'm a God guy. If you're a Jesus guy, then I'm a Jesus guy. Praise God. If you're an atheist, so am I. If it's the universe, me too. Because I don't care. God does not care what you call him. He just wants you to call him. And we ha- it's 12 steps to the phone booth. Hello? What were you saying about, what were you saying about... Uh, about Nick? Yeah, I just got back from Jersey. No, no. What were you saying <laughs> earlier about... I got to make sure he knows I'm paying attention to him. I know, Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm very aware of what's going on. I know. We can see that. You're trying to do a little podcast here. We should probably get into that. So, Are you recording yet? I've been recording this whole time. You poor people. From starting, yeah, exactly. That's Naturally Organic Burlingame. Tell yes, Howard James organic sent you. Burlingame. If you want but a mattress. Back to the whole making a cake thing, but you don't have a God. Back to the whole making the cake thing. So these are things that we God. talked about off air, which was dumb because we had forty five minutes with conversation. Had you which people been there? Oh, which is our fault. You'd be sober forever, or yes. you'd be clean, well, or you could be both. Two dollars. Explain the God thing. Well, God is a trippy thing to explain. It's uh, is it a he? Is it a she? That sounds like a fist step, but really, it's oh my, the God. universe. God. It's. All that is, in the AA Big Book, they talk about either God is everything or God is nothing. What is your choice to be? And so the uh, stockbroker and the proctologist who wrote that book, I sure do like talking about that. You, Everybody likes to mention the fact that I Dr. Bob it. was an ass doctor. You can stick it in. As a matter of fact, I will. <laughs> because, um, you know, our lives 
it, we're so desperate. I mean, imagine you think you got this thing licked. You go on a vacation for work. You think everything's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden someone shows up with something that's not your particular favorite. Maybe a little white powdery substance or some, some liquid drug you never really cared for. And then before you know it, bam, you're doing it again. How does that happen? How does it no, happen? No human power can relieve you, whether you do A-A-N-A-C-A or F-U-C-K. It doesn't really matter. Got any spellers? It doesn't really matter what you claim as your illness. You're suffering from uh, a malady which only a spiritual experience can conquer. According to these two guys, there was a Harvard or Yaley guy, Bill W. He wrote this uh, Big Blue Beer Coaster book. He had three and a half years. He's nailing girls on the side. Lois is the best oh, Alan on ever. And, uh, and he meets this, you know, doctor. And in the town where Dr. Bob was, they would say, you bet your ass it's Dr. Bob. They really said that. That's you can look No, it up. they didn't. Did they really? I swear to God, that's what they said. Okay. It was a really, really good thing that they said. A little, <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> a little presidential good. humor. So, <laughs> but your life has to be so desperate that you go on vacation, you relapse again. It doesn't even seem that bad. This happens to people for 20 years. Finally, they say, I better stop. And who do you go to? You go to a stockbroker? Stockbrokers will take your They'll get you in the end. And if you don't believe that guy, the doctor, who <laughs> was a proctologist, he's going to get you. He's going to bend you over. And if those first two founders don't get you, the third guy, what was he? He was an attorney. So you've got to be really, really desperate to even try this thing out that worked for these people 75% of the time. Those are pretty strong words. But when you go to a meeting and they say, look to the left of you, look to the right of you, look in front of you, a year from now only one in ten of you will be here, or in rehab they say that, where they teach you to understand your disease, uh -huh. where they teach you about your triggers and all the hidden springs, just like Carl Jung told a guy named Roland Hazard on page, oh, I don't know, 27, I'm guessing, I'm not a page quoter, but I guess I am. Yeah, you kind of are. Said, I, yeah. Well, I was just reading that yesterday to a guy. I rarely read by myself unless it's those books with the pictures. You know, National Geographic. Shame on you. What were you thinking, Nick? New guy. Okay. His hands are soft. <laughs> so <laughs> anything to stay clean and sober, $2. So if you're one of those people who's suffering from an illness which only a spiritual experience can conquer, and you come to that conclusion, you think, wow, I really, this solution must have depth. And wait, it can't be smoking cigarettes in the parking lot till two. That's not going to do it for me. I need something else. That I gotta... kept me clean for three years. It's great. Fucking I need to three stay. Three years, but then, but then some something shit happened, happened, and I couldn't deal with it. Then your illness because uh, smoking up. cigarettes didn't help for what happens when your dad dies. And I'm not saying stop smoking. I'm saying smoking's great. Do it for it's like awesome. a year. I think it'll save your again. life. Camel non-filters. I'm not even getting uh, money from them, but that's no, my favorite. No, I vape favorite. now. I think they should sponsor the show. They should. Smock, vape. Yeah, because I mean, add, so many addicts vape. It looks, it's like a big puff of Blow smoke. Blow clouds. Like... Why do people keep relapsing? <sighs> oh, I know. The meth addicts can't stand, like if you vape around them, they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? This smells delicious. What are you talking about? I'm talking about how to get in touch with a higher power. So if I go to treatment and if I go to a meeting and one in 10 people make it, but there's this other book that says 75 plus percent of the people made it, I have to ask myself, 
let's say I'm going to take my life savings and I'm going to place a bet. What kind of odds of winning do I want to have? Do I want to have 10% odds of winning or do I want to have 75% odds? Let's say I'm going to take something way more valuable than all my money. Let's say I'm going to bet my life. What kind of odds of winning would I like to have? 75%. So when I got good and desperate, and you know, desperation, they don't call it the decision of desperation. It's the gift. It's, it's not. And people will yell at you, why don't you understand? I told you before you left, you got to call the... They don't know. People don't know. If they knew better, they would do better. That only comes from working the steps. Because if you don't believe that they would do better, they do better than you, then you get to stay in judgment. No, you're wrong. You're a retard. You're this. No, these people are sick. I don't know. Sorry, retard. Yeah, your cat. I learned learned it from Dana's cat. Dana's cat is not PC. <laughs> and she's not declawed either. She's certainly she's not She's very declawed. scratchy. I'll have you know. <laughs> Speaking of my fist up. So people don't know what they have. If they knew what they had, they would realize they have to get a higher power, but they don't know. So what are we going to do? Be mad at them? Blame them? Make it not attractive? No, we need to be as attractive as possible. Because when these people come back, they're desperate, they're hopeless, they're ashamed, they're guilt. I mean, it's all this stuff. That's what this disease does. If you have can't, if you have an epileptic seizure, like oh my god, I don't know why I keep shaking. You know, I need to stop shaking. My friend said if I shook shook again, I could break something. But there I am shaking again. No one says that. No one gives you a box of X lax. It takes this whole thing. You take the whole thing. Okay, now hold it. You know, you can't. It's beyond our control. Even people in the meetings say no. That's a cop out. No, it's not. It's an illness. It's an illness. And if I realize that only a spiritual experience may conquer this illness, I got to hook it up with this higher power thingamajig. The Jesus people are really mad now. <gasps> How could you say that? He has a name. I don't I don't think. The atheists. Are <laughs> I don't think Jesus people go on the radio. I love Jesus people. I'm a Jesus guy. You know, they're nailed to the cross. He's like, please, Father, forgive. Hey, bro, you dropped your hammer. Please forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. I mean, that's the spirit of the program. Yep. But we don't have that. We're judgmental. We're selfish. We're self-centered. We're all these things. We think we know the way. So we have to be super duper desperate to try out what the stockbroker and the doctor, you know what kind of doctor he was. If you don't, rewind. If you don't, yeah, go back and, and find the, out he's uh, a proctologist. Find out who he <laughs> yes. was. Dandy just gave it to you. <laughs> just the way Dr. Bob would. Oh! Hi-oh. It's a million-dollar program, <laughs> but they shove it up your behind a nickel at a time. Enjoy. Can you make some change, please? So, speaking of making change, so I got tired of doing what everybody in the meetings suggested, and I said, I better try out what these guys said. They were very intelligent guys, and I learned about the disease of alcoholism or addiction. Whatever it is, it's the same goddamn thing. But the mind, the disease of it is so cunning, baffling, and powerful. It says, oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm an addict. Oh, I never shot crank. I smoked meth. Oh, I didn't smoke meth. I did suppositories. I mean, are you a Ford? Are you a Chrysler? Are you a Chevy? I don't know. But you got a flat tire. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> Go to rehab. Get in the van. We're going to a meeting. You know? I mean, that's, 
That's how it works. So I finally got desperate enough. I was awarded the gift of desperation. And it's like, you know, like everyone picks up lobsters. If you ever pick up a lobster, you grab him by the back. And he's got these big claws. And he can't, he can't get you with his claws because you're holding them by the back. Well, on humans, on addicts and alcoholics, that's where the switch of willingness is. We cannot flick that switch. It's not the decision of desperation. It's the gift of desperation. So somehow, I got it. I was on three-year felony, prison-bound, pick a Bubba Soap, probation. The judge said, Mr. S. I'm anonymous. How about you, Nick? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's right here, ladies. Come and get him. <laughs> the judge said, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> you have two choices. One, you may be remanded in the California State Prison for a term of no less than three years. Or two... You may attend 12-step meetings of recovery. <sighs> so you chose meetings. Uh, I had to think about it. Really? <laughs> Liar. And after about five minutes, I said, okay, Your Honor, I'll go to the meetings. <laughs> I was not trying to stop. I was not desperate just yet. I had to go through a bunch of stuff until I got desperate, until that switch was flicked into the on position. But I think we're talking about that Thursday, isn't that right? Yes. No, we're talking about that Friday. But speaking Friday. of topics, we'll be back tomorrow with more topics. We're out of time for today. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with absolutely no talk about ass doctors. Thanks. If you want to write us, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. No ass doctors? You can call or text 415-496-9511 on Facebook, Instagram, in. and Twitter. It's at Radio Rehab. Dana. I'll have to go to ass.com now. We will be back tomorrow with Interrupting Cow James. <laughs> See you then. Thanks, Dana. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll